Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. All right. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to another episode of Geek Vibes Interview brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Don Fisher. And today I have with me a writer-director whose talent and intellect has created plays, the fantastic digital series Platonic, and the short film we're here to talk about today. And she even does a little acting. I'm pleased <laughs> to have with me Aaron C. Buckley. Hey, so good I, to see you, Dom. Yes. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, leading up to this, I was like, I, you know, it's, we're, we're talking on Instagram. Like, I don't, I don't know why we haven't done any kind of interview or any kind of podcast something together so and as soon as the email came across uh came across me I was like oh yeah for sure like I have to do this that is so nice thank you yeah, so much great to have you here so, um so I guess you you might be a little new to our audience so um I noticed that you have like a long list of academic accolades is crazy and I was like Yale and Stanford and then and, um what was it and, I studied abroad at Oxford too yeah <laughs> so uh what kind of led you down this route to where you are now well um I yeah totally I I was raised my my mom's an actor um and my and then on the other side of my family my aunt and my uncle are in the arts too my uncle's a tv director and my aunt's like a singer and an actor so I definitely feel like, you know, it was in the it was in the family, like the, the arts and stuff. But, you know, really, I was raised backstage by my mom, uh, you know, uh, and so that for me was the big thing. And so I was always, you know, when I was a kid and stuff, I would go backstage and learn everybody's lines and fall asleep on the equity cot back in the dressing rooms and stuff. So that was sort of my my childhood. So, you know, when I went off to went off to college at Stanford, I was like trying to major in all these other things. And then it was just like, no, like I gotta, <laughs> I just love, you know, I love theater. So I ended up majoring in drama. And then um, I graduated early from there and went to um, grad school at Yale for acting. And for me, kind of acting was like the entry point because that was what I was most familiar with. And that was kind of how I felt like I could access stories. But as I got out of school and I was auditioning and stuff, um, I realized I wanted a little bit more agency in like the stories I was creating. Um, and so I worked for a couple of producers, one at HBO, um, the sort of queen bee of documentary films, Sheila Nevins. I worked for her for a couple of years and then I worked for Oscar Eustace at The Public. And while I was working for those kind of iconic producers, they um, I started writing my own stuff and directing my own stuff. So that's kind of what got me to where I am like today in terms of making my own work. Um, and I started in the theater and that kind of morphed into a desire to shoot stuff because I mean, the theater, there's nothing like, you know, making something for the theater, but the downside of the theater is that like, you don't have something to share with a wider audience when you're done. So there's something so satisfying about making the, the series and the, the short film, just to be able to be like, you know, here, you want to, you want to see this thing I made, you know? So, yeah. Does, um, Coming from a family that they kind of you, you being raised around entertainment, yeah, uh, does, it, does it give you more of a, a confidence or a fearlessness to put out you know your your inner thoughts on, on that are on paper? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I guess it's like it's helpful to have people who like you see doing the thing and you kind of know 
you know, even when you have ups and downs in your career life, you kind of know there's an urgency to just making stuff. So I guess it helps just in terms of like sticking with things, if that makes sense, you know, kind of, um, yeah, I think that my family definitely gave me that where it just like, there's a real value in, in making work and in creativity. Um, and I feel like those are always kind of ongoing conversations I'm having, you know, particularly with my mom and also with my uncle. Um, you know, my, my uncle Norm is recently like totally obsessed with the film Tar. And so we're like changing back and forth, like emails about like, oh, did you watch this interview or whatever? And, and I'm always like, there are just conversations I'm having with my mom, um, you know, about like, I just went to see a couple plays this week and like talking about those. And yeah, so I, I guess, yeah, it just gives you the sense that like, this is, this is necessary. And this is like, this is a part of your life. And yeah. I yeah. Cause I know funny. for myself, I, I mean, one of my family were athletes. We had a couple cousins who played in the NFL and things like cool. that. I tried to follow down that path. I did yeah. okay for a little bit up until college, but I'm short and it just doesn't help all the time. When you're totally. talking a big board position and you're short, it doesn't help. I got um, it. But um, yeah, I, I, I noticed like with your work, it seems to me at least outside looking in that it's um, – like you're an observer and it seems kind of personal and it seems like especially with um cc dances the go-go which we're going to talk about um that it seemed to me maybe that this could have been pulled from yeah. a personal experience either yourself or somebody that you know is that accurate yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's not like uh, autobiographical in the sense that like there was no go-go dancer and there was like, this is all like a made up story, but definitely the protagonist is based on me. Like definitely the, like a sort of hyper, like a little bit of a neurotic sort of overthinking human who's like gay and goes into a gay bar and is like looking for connection, but not really sure how to connect, um, kind of stuck in her head. I guess it's sort of like me times a hundred in terms of the like uh anxiety or you know overthinking <laughs> yeah but for sure like it definitely i feel like in all the stuff i write it there's an element of like the first person in it uh, I, i'm sure you notice that too about um platonic like that was very much based on um the the protagonist in that is very much like a fictionalized version of me and the 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 other protagonist is um based on my best friend who i you know leave voicemails back and forth to right. so it, it there was yeah, I feel like in everything that I make, there's something that's like maybe from my life and then I sort of morph it into, and there are other elements I add that like maybe have nothing to do with anything, but yeah, it's always kind of coming from home base somehow. And, and, and what I, I really enjoy about your work is that, so it's primarily um, LGBTQ focused. Yeah. And I feel like that community and the black community have a lot of parallels especially in American society. Yes. And what I like about your work is that you are presenting this world to people who are in it, some who may not be in it, but also it doesn't take itself so serious. There's a lightness to it to where you go mm -hmm. like, no, these people exist. Like, so I don't have to, you know, make it feel like I'm, I'm holding a flag, but also because I, I'm in this life, um, I just want, I want these stories to be out there to everyone. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Thank you for that comparison. That, that really resonates with me. Thank you. Yeah. Like I, I agree with you. I, I feel like I, I kind of shut down if I feel like things take themselves too seriously. So yeah. I, I definitely feel like in the stuff I'm writing, 
even if I'm trying to get something that feels like to, to something that feels, I don't know, like real to me, I, I think I kind of always want to approach it with a little bit of like a sense of humor or self-awareness yeah. because I actually feel like that allows me to tap into something deeper than if I were like just going hard on the like intensity, of it, you know what I mean? So yeah, and I always, I think I'm always drawn to things that kind of like are on that borderline of like real, but like aware, self-aware of yeah. the sort of ridiculous of, ridiculousness of it. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like, you know, and uh, you know, as a black man, you know, so yeah. there's always like, you gotta be, you know, a gangster, a drug dealer or something. And we're like, I just want to be a normal, the, the characters I want to see just need to be normal, yep. but at the same time, don't want to lose my blackness as well. And I yep. feel like you're kind of doing the same thing um, with your stuff. Oh, I really appreciate you saying that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, like that, that completely, that totally tracks for me. I mean, I think, I think a lot about how I feel like throughout our lives, we've been used to seeing like straight white men in narratives and we're sort of like, trained to like map ourselves into those like characters right. or kind of take the journey with those people. And so I'm like, yeah, like we could have people that are more like us and we can, other people could take the ride with us, you know, yeah. like, so yeah, I, I, hundred percent what you said. Um, that, that's a big thing that I feel like is driving, um, what I'm interested in making is just like, yeah, come on, the, come on this journey with us, you know? And, and I never want it to feel like it's, um, somehow like uh, something that other people who don't share that identity can't access. But um, yeah, I just feel like there's a diversity of stories to be told about a diverse group of people, you know? So yeah. yeah I mean, and, and I think um, this new one, it's, if, if anybody watches it, it's kind of a universal story. We've all felt that like, are they looking at me? They're too pretty or too tall or too whatever for me. Right. Um, there's no way. And then when they do, you know, you get that nervousness. And like, I love when she's, um, <laughs> when Nikki's in the bathroom and she's like, uh, and she just has to be to herself. Cause you do feel like that. You're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Is this real? And then once I can process, then I'll go back and yeah, it's all out. Yeah, exactly. Like she's, she's in the film, in the midpoint of the film, she's like occupying like the single stall of this, like, you know, like funky old bar. Um, and like texting her friends like crazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've all like, been there one moment or the other. Like so awkward. Did you, and, and was um, the CC character was, um, it, was kind of, it was very interesting to me because I feel like without you trying to, it kind of plays with this um, sexual fluidity to where yeah. she's like, I didn't know that I was attracted to women. Yeah, yeah. This woman I'm attracted to. And it makes so much sense because I feel like in life, you don't know what you like until you like it. You don't know who you're attracted yeah. to yeah. or what you're attracted to until that happens. So is that something that you cognitively wanted to do or just happened? Yeah, absolutely. I kind of, I, I think I was interested in like differentiating between the two characters in the sense that like, Nikki is so self-aware of her identity and so very much in her head. And Cece, the go-go dancer, is kind of like, yeah, I'm attracted to women. Like, and it's kind of like no big deal. Like she used to kind of dig men and then she's like, oh, I'm actually even more drawn to women or and this woman in particular. And kind of just somehow that it's like less of a big deal for her to sort of self-identify, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a, 
yeah, I feel like a lot of my friends have had sort of various like coming out experiences. And and yeah, I think I was sort of playing with her identity being a little bit more bisexual at least some point in her past. I think maybe at the point she is in the film, she's more identifying as as gay, but like certainly like my friends had such diverse coming out stories. Some people it was like no big deal, and other people it was like this huge, oh my god, like drama and dealing with family and dealing with self and so it's just, I liked sort of juxtaposing the ease or difficulty that they had in that, that process. Oh, and then another thing I meant to say, um, it's something you were asking me about earlier, like where the story was coming from. I wrote that part of Cece for my friend Rebecca, um, who is like a ridiculous, like hyphenate, you know, she was like a former national team gymnast. She's a major dancer. She went and got her MFA in, in acting. She did a Fulbright in Moscow. You know, like she, she speaks Russian, like, and so I was like, let me just try to like write her a part where I can just like really like push her to do all the things that, you know, she's like freakishly talented at. So um, it was just really fun collaborating with her um, and my friend Aishan who plays Nikki. It was just so much fun collaborating with both of them. But yeah, I did initially write that, that role for, um, for Rebecca just to sort of like pimper out for all <laughs> many talents. <laughs> and, I, and I noticed um, Summer's name as well. You know, she was yes. the lead in Platonic. Yeah. Um, and so I know we all see now that a lot of directors and writers have like their person they lean on and it's always in different projects as Summer. Yes. People for you. Yeah, she's a really special collaborator of mine. Um, she, so it, it's funny because I actually shot this film and then we shot Platonic together. So it was like a little bit out of order because this went through, you know, um, the festivals and stuff. But um, so she, I got connected with her because my mom did a show with her a few years ago in San Diego. And my mom was like, you got to know this girl. She's like a filmmaker. She edits. She's a great actress. Like she does all these things. And I was like, I want to meet her. So I met her when I went out to see my mom's show and just we totally connected. And I was like, let me send you some of my scripts. And then this was the first project we collaborated on. And I just thought she did such a beautiful job cutting it. She comes from a family of musicians. And I can I think you can really feel that in how she cuts. Yeah. It's so musical. It's so like on the beat. It's so um, just intuitive. And so I just really, really loved working with her. Um, and then we got to work uh, together on Platonic as well. And she cut that and was the lead in that. So it was just so fun to get to work with her on a couple projects and then in a couple couple different respects. And also I should say um, on um, Cece, her, her beau is Chance, who was our DP. And he's also just like a really special, really special guy, so. Yeah, I've definitely noticed with both projects that like the music really is, it, it helps drive the story. Yeah, yeah. It's real lively and um, it makes me want to like, okay, who's this artist? I need to go look this. <laughs> I can send them to you, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, she's music obsessed and I'm like uber music obsessed. And it was an interesting process like for both of the projects because of course, like when I'm writing stuff, I come up with like these playlists because I think for me, the two main sources of inspiration are like actors I want to work with and music I want in pieces. But then of course, like when you're doing like a indie film project, can't necessarily afford like the like Jay-Z song that you were like listening to, you know? Um, so yeah, we found this incredible sort of like list of music on Artlist. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of a brilliant service. Um, anyway, yeah, but that was like a big part of the fun of both of the projects was the music for me. Um, and you, so you are in a very unique spot because your work is dropping with, with pandemic and then now post pandemic, 
Yeah. Uh, well, I guess CC was doing the festival rounds around the pandemic as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that been, I know it's probably kind of weird. It's just like, I just think, you know, I think it's the only reality I've kind of known. So I think I'm just kind of like, this is what it is. But it was weird in the sense that like, you know, we premiered at Frameline and it was like, in, which was just a huge thrill for me because it's like the oldest, oldest LGBTQ film festival. It's in San Diego. And um, it just was like such a huge honor for me. But, you know, that year was like 100% remote, you know, and then like over the course of time, the pandemic, you know, kind of allowed for some stuff to be in person, but a lot of it was still, you know, remote stuff. So, um, yeah, it was just a different, it was just a different experience. I mean, I think we made it work, but it was, uh, but it's definitely different. Yeah, for sure. Um, And what's that? So, and uh, Platonic is on YouTube. Yes. Dance of the Go Go is going to drop on YouTube, correct? Also going to be on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the 28th on Tuesday. So, is it like, um, is is this a preferred platform for you? Is it like a deal you're doing with YouTube or something? No deal. I would love a deal. Maybe maybe (laughs) you can make that happen. Um, No, but like, I, I, yeah, I think for me, it was down between kind of having it live on Vimeo and having it live on YouTube. And I just felt like there was more of a possible audience having it live on YouTube. I know a lot of filmmakers really dig on Vimeo and I, I've certainly used that platform sort of in the making of a lot of my stuff, but um, yeah, I just, uh, I just want people to be able to find it. And I, I just hope it connects to, for folks, you know, who, who I know for me, like a lot of, I, I'm sure you feel this way too, but like, I, I just feel like I've so much film and TV is like connected for me on a personal level. So my hope is that like people will come across this in the way that I, you know, came across, um, you know, the slope or something like other web series that really, really struck me or, or short films. So. Um, so lastly, I, I like to <laughs> kind of end it with a kind of fun question. <laughs> um, if you were a cartoon character, okay, what would your everyday outfit be? <laughs> My everyday outfit? Yeah, you know, cartoon character, that's always the same outfit all the time. Yeah, um, it would be, well, I have a newborn and she is slightly obsessed with watching Bluey. Have you seen that cartoon? Uh, <laughs> oh my God, it's uh, totally addictive. So I, immediately my brain went to Bluey. But um, I think my outfit would be hoop earrings, a vest, and like a colorful necklace, like my like my colorful necklace that I have on. Yeah, but and maybe in glasses. We'd have to do the glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate your time. Uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. So uh, nice. And make sure, everyone make sure you check out CC Dance of the Go Go YouTube. Are you still making any festival rounds with it as well? No, we 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 were like, all right, cool. We've had a nice festival run. Let's make it available online now. You know, I was like, it's time. It's yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. So February 28th, it's coming up. Um, make sure you check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I think everyone can relate to it. Um, but yeah, I appreciate the time. And uh, oh, and I don't know if you're big on social media, but if you want to plug your, you know, Instagram or Twitter. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, everybody can find the series um, uh, at ccdancesagogo.com. And then um, my social media platform on, or platform, that sounded fancy. Uh, my <laughs> handle on uh, Instagram is at Aaron underscore C underscore Buckley. Um, and then the film is just at ccdancesagogo. Long, but just basically the title. Yeah. And, and congrats again on being a, a new mother. Thank you so much, Dom. It's so good to see you. Yes. Um, But yeah, everyone, go make sure you check it out and we'll see you next time.
Awesome. Bye, Dom.